0: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jags Den Podcast, the best Jaguars podcast there is out there for y'all to choose from. I am your host, Phil Smith, a.k.a. Phil the Filipino. And we got a full table, man. Let's go around. And, uh, everybody, and guys, why don't you all introduce yourselves. We got uh, we got an extra person here. We got we got Nick joining us. Nick, why don't you go in first and and uh, introduce yourself.
1: Hey, what's going on? I'm Nick Trist, uh, Coach Trist at Twitter. Um, just at Coach Trist. I've worked with James and Phil in the past, did a couple things with Jacob, and glad to be back <coughs>
2: well uh, as usual i'm here on at underscore jay dell almost messed up my own twitter handle thanks jay i appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) nice to be here with phil and jay as usual and nice of uh nick to come join us now that his season is over
3: yeah man glad to have the full table man feel like old times uh with the sports grind daily days uh so uh as you all know i'm james sportsgrind underscore done on twitter managing editor of the jaguars wire um and glad to have my uh, team which is the best in the game
0: absolutely so and then just a really quick mention uh we can also check out this podcast on itunes stitcher and tune in um and then also usa today has added our podcast to their audio boom network as well which is just awesome so over the weekend, guys, we had a little bit of news. Uh, I'm not sure if you heard. Um, the uh, quarterback Blake Bortles got a contract extension, um, which surprised a lot of people. Um, the uh, the numbers here: three years, $54 million extension, with 26.5 million guaranteed, uh, with with incentives that could max it out at 66.5 million. It, it most likely won't get to the, that point. However, um, and those are just the uh, the details that are coming out here at first. Um, now, what uh, what was your first initial reaction, guys? Nick, we, we, uh, we haven't had you on in a long time. I want to hear what you have to say first about Blake getting this extension.
1: Well, it's really two parts. I mean, it's really kind of hard to judge the value of the contract because I want to see what other guys in the league get. For instance, if somebody pays A.J. McCarron more or maybe somebody like Teddy Bridgewater – you know, I'd rather have Blake Bortles. At least it's a proven commodity. You know what you're going to get. Uh, personally, I would have loved to see the Jags be in the Kirk Cousins market. He's one of my favorite quarterbacks in the league. I think he's underrated and undervalued uh, by a lot of national analysts and, and whatnot. So I would have loved to have seen that. Uh, but all in all, my initial reaction is I just think it's a pretty good, safe value pick for the Jags. And you can still have a little roster, roster flexibility going forward.
2: All right. Well, uh, Jacob, what about you? Uh, Well, I'm just glad this isn't baseball because, um, (laughs) oh boy. Yeah. So it cut his salary for the year almost in half. It went from 19 to 10, if I'm not mistaken. And, uh, yeah, freed up a good bit of cap room. So now we can lock up a Rob and Ramsey, Yannick and everybody else moving forward. And not go back up a brick truck to Kirk Cousins' house because it's not worth it, people. It's not worth it. And, again, thank God it's not baseball. Now let's go get a quarterback so he can feel some pressure and perform like he did last year.
3: Yeah, I mean, kind of to echo what you guys said, I agree. I mean, when I, I was at uh, work initially, my other job, when I saw the, the contract, and then I looked at the guaranteed money first, of course, and I saw that. I was like, okay, that's manageable. And of course, I knew what they were trying to do in the process, which Jacob mentioned, free up the cap space. Uh, they, they, they're paying him nine million dollars less now, at least for this year. Next year to be around 16 and some change that they'll pay him. So, uh, you know, it's good from that perspective. They freed up some cap space, not to mention what they freed up with Chris Ivory, which is an extra like three point five million. So they're, they're roughly looking at 13 million that they freed up and they can get guys like, re-sign guys like Allen Robinson, uh, maybe Jalen Ramsey down the road. I, I also put out the report that John Ogier uh, talked about on the radio today, which is they seem to think that they can get Aaron Coven back too. So um, I, I don't know about that because the market is so strong for, for cornerback and it's so starved for a starting cornerback. I don't, I don't know if they would do that or match what other teams could pay him, uh, but we'll see later down the road as to that. But, yeah, with the Bortles deal, it's a manageable one. It's one that I'm fine with. They didn't exactly break the bank with it. Um, he's, like, the 17th highest paid, according to Track quarterback in the league. So, he's, like, sandwiched in there with Andy Dalton and, like, Tyrod Taylor. So, that ain't that bad. And, um, yeah, I, I think this this does not mean that the Jacksonville Jaguars won't take a quarterback high. If a guy like Mason Rudolph falls to them, I could see them very well doing that, Um I don't know about Lamar Jackson, even though I'm a big Lamar Jackson fans and we're big Lamar Jackson supporters, but I think Rudolph has that mold of a Tom Coughlin-type quarterback, if you will, if he even has a mold of quarterback, and uh, I think that would be the guy that they would gravitate towards if he fell to them.
2: Wait, Mason Rudolph looks like a deer in headlights with his
0: helmet off? Yeah, Mike K., I was talking to him on Twitter, too. He also seemed to think Mason Rudolph was more – more of their type of guy. Here was my initial reaction when I heard about this
3: extension. Uh, I'm dying this to, hear this. Um, <laughs> I'm dying to hear this one, boy. No, oh God, please, no! 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 no!
0: So just initially, uh, um, that was what I was thinking. Then, you know, after calming down, and you know, really, the the really thinking about take- it, um, you know, it was, I, I, get it. They, they trimmed down those numbers and also making it, making it, uh, making them able to assign those really, really important guys down the road, especially a Rob. I think it's going to be big. And I, I think Colvin is just as important a guy to keep. So, so after the initial shock and confusion, um, I, I, I got it. I, I was, I disagree with Nick. I'm more on Jacob's side as, as far as the Kirk cousins that I, I wouldn't have wanted to pay him that kind of money. Just like Jay said, it just, it just hampers years your franchise for so long. Um so but you know we'll see. I, I also think that it's very possible they still draft a quarterback or even bring bring in some competition. Um uh, Teddy Bridgewater would be <laughs> awesome and we probably should have picked him to begin with. Case Keenum is not going to be franchise tagged. He'll be out there. Um and then of course uh, some some other names uh, as well. So yeah. You know we kind of uh, uh of course we just you know touching on Blake for Now what's next is that the uh, there's a report on Allen Robinson getting the deal next as reported by uh, Ian Rappaport friend of the show by the way I don't know if you guys know I uh, talked to Ian <laughs> <laughs> friend of the show Ian Rappaport he uh, reported this morning that a- Alan Robinson is going to be the next to get a deal Jay what have you heard about that
3: uh, so yeah like uh, that's one of the things I've been trying to dig and dig and find and like they kind of tight-lipped about what the figures he could get on that but I mean if you look at the recent deals that that players have gotten kind of like the deal um I guess Devonte Adams is one that I remember A-Rob saying in an interview that 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 deal would kind of interest him if like you know if that's what they wanted to do instead of franchise him. So uh that being said, I think they could get him on a, a Devontae Adams like deal as everybody know he plays for the Green Bay Packers um but the thing is A-Rob's injury history is a lot different. From Adams, and I think that could cause a hole up. But um, Adams has like thirty million dollars guarantee in the first two years of his contract. I think the Jag- Jaguars could probably get a Rob for a little less on two years than Adams is for the Packers. Uh, I guess time will tell what you know what they decide on. Uh, but I definitely don't think they want to bring him back on that sixteen or seventeen million dollar franchise tag for sure. All right. yeah, Sorry, I had to not... get the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you good, bro? <laughs> I was like, I, I think we yeah. went to get that pizza. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, I gotta eat,
1: so <laughs> in the
3: silence first, you know. Yeah, yeah, I just cut it, clip it. <laughs> Hell, I might, I might even. And thanks leave for it in joining there.
2: the Jags Den podcast, guys. I appreciate y'all. No, no, keep it in, keep it in. That, see, see, everything's nice and not scripted around here. There you know?
3: go, there you go, man. Barstool sports style. <laughs>
2: Oh God. Oh, don't put me in that same boat. <laughs> I
3: know, right. Oh man. Anyway, Can we're so ask a question though.
1: A little yeah. while well, we have a dead area right. So uh, you know, and this is back to what we were talking about earlier about broidles. I mean, did they really have any other options though? I mean yes. were they were they weren't gonna cut, him, <laughs> gonna cut him. I mean they just came off an AFC championship game. When's the last time a team took went to the AFC championship game and cut their quarterback? I mean Trent Dilfer, Super Bowl Ravens. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yeah, but that's few yeah. and far and beyond, as Nick trying to say. You know what I'm saying? That rarely happens. So like, He's
2: got a point, but literally Blake Bortles is Trent Dilfer, but but, but bigger and can run. That's the only difference between Bortles and Dilfer. I, I will like, go to the grave on that one.
3: I think what it is is, like, they didn't want to get caught, like, quote, unquote, with their pants down. Like, they could have very well wanted to get Cousins, but if somebody outbidded them for Cousins, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you do then? Like, can you get Bortles back? Like, you don't want to come back with nothing out of the deal. So I they guess I'm crawling back to Blake Bortles. So, you know, I mean, like me personally, I think they could crawl back to Blake Bortles if they wanted cousins, because I don't think nobody else going to pay Blake like we will. And nobody knows him as well as we do. But I guess they seem to think that otherwise. What's
1: the what's what's the structure? Is it easy? Is it easy deal for the Jags to get out of?
3: Yeah, like, people saying yeah. they can get out of it as soon as, like, 2018 or 2019, should I say, so.
1: Okay, well, then, I re- I mean, honestly, I really like it. I mean, it's a low number. I mean, proven. We know what you're going to get. Like I said, you know, it's vanilla pudding. I mean, it might not be the most exciting, but it's
2: going to be consistent, you know. I like vanilla pudding. That's offensive to vanilla pudding for the record. <laughs> <laughs> I'm vanilla pudding.
0: I, about to say- I think I- one thing. I, I think him. one thing guys we also can't can't um overlook is the guys in the locker room like him a lot. You know, they really, really like Blake and however, if you're not winning, you know, we'll see how long they continue to, you know, to have his back. Right. But yeah. the guys in the locker room really like him.
3: Well, Jalen Ramsey also likes Lamar Jackson if you've been reading the sites, so there's that. <laughs>
2: And who would I rather make happy, my 20 27-year-old superstar in the making corner or my 26-year-old quarterback? Can we talk about Chris Sims for a second? I never no. – <laughs> I never uh, wait, defend – are we, like, doing this to
3: record or – I never – Yes. Defa- yes,
0: we're leaving it in. I never defend Blake Bortles. <laughs> but Chris Sims needs to just shut up, man. Like, he's so mad. He's so angry that Blake Bortles had a better career than him.
3: God,
1: I love that list, though. I love it. <laughs> you know? Stay
2: in your lane, Chris Sims.
3: Please, what's man?
1: that? I'll take a page from LeVar Ball. I'll tell Chris Sims to stay in your lane.
0: You know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm a, I'm a UT, I'm a Texas fan, but Chris Sims, man, just shut the hell up. I don't know. I mean, just, that's enough. Anyway, what were we talking? What were we talking about?
1: <laughs> we were talking about Robinson's contract before I got us off public.
2: Yeah. So, uh, back to um, Alan Robinson. Actually, I feel like he could probably get like a Deshaun Jackson deal if we want to uh, keep it completely honest. Because Deshaun, when he signed with the Bucks, he got three years, 34 mil, 20 mil guarantee. That's kind of what I see him getting, honestly.
3: Maybe a little more. Mm -hmm. But right in that ballpark. He'll get in that, yeah, that 20 to 25 range. Like the injury makes it, his injuries, should I say, make it complicated for them to go past 22. You know what I'm saying, like so they they got yeah. that as a bargaining chip at least. Yeah, that's why
2: Deshaun Jackson's is the best comparison because Deshaun Jackson was banked up. Right, we all know what he can do healthy. Yeah. So it's kind of like, uh, how comfortable do I feel giving you this money?
0: True that. I mean, is there? Are we giving him the long term? You're not long term, but are we giving them the multi year deal or is he going to get tagged? Is he Definitely
3: multi year. Pay that man. Okay. Don't yeah, tag bam. him. Pay him. Go on pay and the Jacksonville Jaguars don't believe in using the franchise tag, really. I think they've used it like twice in their history, they don't want to, honestly. But go ahead, Nick. I didn't mean, to cut you off.
1: Oh, no, you're good. I said, I mean, I don't know. I think the, the tag would be an astronomical number, right? The receiver would be pretty high. I think I'd rather let them ride out than paying that receiver tag.
3: Yeah, it'll be like 16 17 million. So I think that's really off the table at this point. I
0: would agree. <clears throat> well, between, between A-Rob and Colvin, who's more important to keep?
3: A-Rob. Oh, yeah, A-Rob for sure. I mean, and, and I think I'll say this, though. People do misvalue the nickelback position. It's not as easy as just plucking somebody off the street and letting them play. But A-Rob, we, we've seen what he's done when he's healthy. And you, you have to go back as far as even training camp last year. Okay, we, we found out during the season that Jalen Ramsey and A.J. Boyer are probably the two best – well, they're probably the best duo, should I say, in the league. A-Rod was having a field day during training camp. Like, he was literally – I was going to put him down as the MVP of training camp had I did, like, an award thing for, for the Jaguars wire because he was just, like – he was just untouchable. He was unstoppable. And that was with Blake Bortles being inaccurate. So, I mean, like, that that's just – telling of how good Allen Robinson is and, and how big of a step he would have taken from his 2016 season.
2: Oh, yeah. It's not even a knock on Aaron. It's just simply I've go a completely different way. Look at what happened to the Jags' offense since a Rob went down in week one. Marquise Lee looked a lot more pedestrian than he looks. Yeah. He's probably not. Allen Allen hers became a lot more average. Mm-hmm. Blake Bortles became a lot more average. Mercedes Lewis, to a lesser extent, became more average and normal. Fournette was facing more in the box now. You take away A. Rob, and we have a very pedestrian receiving core. They need a big weapon like him that makes their job and their lives easier. So, again, it's not easy to plug in another nickel corner, especially with this defense. You need somebody like him, but grand scheme of things if I got to keep one I'm keeping A-Rob
3: right additionally additionally you look at it if you let A-Rob hit the market somebody's gonna just blow his socks off with a deal anyway I mean and that's with the ACL so I mean that's why he said I can understand him saying like people know what I'm capable of but at the same time on the flip side like I look at the injuries and say like you know kind of kind of slow your roll if you will even though I'm not that's not a knock on A-Rob but I mean, it is what it is. In terms of um, Aaron Colvin, though. Yeah, my, like, to be honest, 2016 was, a little bit,
1: 2016 was a little bit of a disappointment for Robinson, two numbers-wise, compared to his 2015 season, right? Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, that's true. That, yeah, And that's another bargaining that chip, too. Like, hey, in your last year, this, this is something that a case the Jazz can make. Hey, in your last year, you still didn't, you know, top out your best year. So if we go back that, as far as that, so that can help the Jazz as well. Um, but um, like I was saying with Coven, though, they the thing about Coven is they do have some people on the roster that you can say kind of been groomed to take his place. Like Jalen Myrick, he played a few snaps in Coven's place during injury. Uh, Tyler Patman during injury, as we saw in the postseason. So, I mean, like, I'm not saying it's easier to replace Coven, but. Robinson is much more harder of a loss than – worse of a loss than Coven would be, in my opinion. So, that's just me. Now, I think
1: the other thing about Colvin, the other thing about Coven is, I mean, the Jaguars are already going to have a ton of money tied up in the secondary between Boye and, you know, they are got to – got to take Ramsey at some point. So, I mean, you've got to, you know, keep sparing over there. That, that's pretty much all you to do.
3: True that. True that. Like, you – I mean – Jalen Ramsey is probably going to be the highest paid cornerback in the league. And they, I mean, j- to um, echo off of what Nick said, um, I was telling this to one of my friends earlier. If they bring back Coven, maybe it's possible the Jags are going to Jalen Ramsey. I mean, th- this might sound crazy, but or maybe later down the road, they can go down to Jalen Ramsey and say, hey, look, could you take a little bit less? You you are one of the people that were lobbying for Coven to stay here. And you do realize we are paying a lot of money to this position. Like, we're not trying to lowball you, but at the same time, like, would you be willing to take less due to, like, state income taxes, uh, this, that, and the other? I mean, you can't, that's something you can't rule out as well.
2: Yeah. He may even go to management and be like, hey, I'll take less because I want him here.
3: Right, right. And that's what I'm thinking. Like, if they get a deal done with Coven, I'm thinking it's because Ramsey went to management and said, hey. Look, you know, I, I eventually I might become the highest paid cornerback in the league, but if it comes to salary cap, then I'm willing to take less just to keep my boy here and keep the Jackson Five intact. Yeah, I mean that
0: would definitely be great. I, I um, I'm, I'm definitely right there with you guys. I just think also, just like I said, you just can't plug somebody in there. I, I think Colvin is a very, very valuable piece to this defense, but we'll we'll absolutely see what happens. So I'll see what kind of, what kind of money gets thrown around here when the new uh Start, so. right. uh, by the, the way Phil, uh,
3: i forgot one last thing Coven didn't allow a touchdown he's like one of two cornerbacks that had took in what 500 snaps to not allow a touchdown so hey the boy can ball man he can ball there you have it <laughs>
0: there you have it so well the other thing that we kind of touched on a little bit is we, we still believe that Jacksonville may be in the market for a quarterback as far as the uh, as far as the draft comes. Um, the combine is coming up. I believe it starts tomorrow. Correct? I'm not mistaken. 27th. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, now, quarterbacks don't throw until, you know, later later on in the week. However, um, there are uh, a few players that Jacksonville should should have their eye on. Jay, who's who? who are some names? that maybe um Jaguar fans should uh,
3: keep their ear out for. Yeah, I uh, actually um I wrote on the uh the Jaguars wire before we actually uh recorded this podcast a, a article on six players in which uh Jags fans should keep their eye on. Most of which are first round picks. Um I might do a, another one later with later round picks, but um yeah, they the guys that I think are worth keeping an eye on is definitely will hernandez the guard from utep i love his film um love what he did at the senior bowl we're talking about a 340 pound man here who has very good agility um reminds me a little bit of, of richie incognito when i watch him on film just you know, minus all of the shenanigans that come with Richie. We ain't going to <laughs> go into details about that. That's the that.
0: nicest word anybody could use to associate with Richie incognito is shenanigans.
3: See, that's, that's what I'm saying. I'm, I'm professional at this, you know. We could have called him a lot worse. Could have called him a lot worse. But, yeah, he, he reminds me of Richie. And uh, he's a guy that, you know, we, we probably will lose Patrick O'Mahue. Then again, they might consign him to a, a very cheap deal. But if they, they do lose him, you can plug him right in at left guard. And I think Leonard Fournette will have a field day with Hernandez in front of him personally. Um, another guy, Isaiah Wynn from UGA. Everybody know I'm a Georgia fan, so I know everything there to know about him. But he's, pre- he's pretty good. The only thing is I didn't put him on our list because he probably won't be at the combine, or he probably won't perform due to labrum surgery. So he's recovering. So um, other guys worth mentioning, uh, Mike Gusecki, Penn State tight end, um, Dallas Goddard, from um from South Dakota State, two tight ends that um n- not good at necessarily blocking, but nonetheless guys that would provide good receiving threats for the Jags. Um to name a few. Uh Deion Kane, Clemson, wide receiver, and um, you know, of course the quarterbacks. I mean, with Blake Bortles' contract, Lamar Jackson guy to look out for, um, as well as Mason Rudolph. Phil. Sorry, hold on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait, I think we lost him again. Oh, there it goes. Okay, I had to plug my plug my laptop in. Okay. <clears throat> so, yeah, so they there
0: you go. Cheese bread. <laughs> um, yeah, so there are definitely some names, of course, we need to keep an eye on. I would. do you want to hear from, uh, from Nick and Jacob. What are, um, you know, besides quarterback, what are a couple of positions that you think are definite, just absolute have to and needs that the Jaguars need to address here in the draft? Uh, Nick you can go ahead and
2: get it first
1: well yeah. i mean to Coaches be honest, uh, when you when you think about where they're picking it's, you know, kind of a turn of fortune for the jacks they've been picking at the top of the draft for as long as we've been doing this basically um so now to be picking at the bottom of the first of the first round, i think that changes the strategy i think when i see teams who are successful in the end of the first round, They grab whatever they think the biggest slide guy was, you know, whoever the best available guy is on their board. Mm -hmm. I think you're in a position where you have a pretty loaded roster. Um, I think you roll the dice at the end of round one and just take best available player, you know. just really, And that really – got to see how the board shakes out. So it's really hard to – but I would just take whatever you think. You know, if not, maybe move up. If you think there's one guy on your board. You know, but uh, I wouldn't try to really think about needs in first in that first round. I would really take whoever the best overall.
3: Yeah, that's a good strategy, Nick. I agree with you. And and it's worth mentioning that the Jacksonville Jaguars are known to take the guy that slides to them, ally Jalen Ramsey. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's that's a big possibility. They might not necessarily address a need, but if a guy falls to them, you know that that has a high grade, they could very well take him.
1: Yeah, exactly. That's what I think would be the smart move. You know, you see teams like the Pats and other teams, you know, Ravens are known for doing it. Teams Mm -hmm. have been successful in the past. You know, that's
2: been their formula, too. So,
1: right. I would just try to copy
2: that. Yeah, I'm picking that late. If you, yeah, I would say take probably the best thing available unless, like, by Mm -hmm. some odd reason, Saquon Barkley is sitting there, I probably would say don't draft him. (laughs) (laughs) Just in that case, if so, my chance, but yeah, yeah, usually best available are if you really want to focus on the area, uh, that offensive line could always use a little help. And again, quarterback beating a dead horse here, but who's Bortles backup? Chad Henney? is Chad Henney right. still gonna be <laughs> on the roster next season. Well, I hope not,
3: right? They could entice so, them to trade down too, by the way, if like you know they see where they could get one of like one of the quarterbacks, like Jackson or Mason, still and they can get more picks and address more needs. You know, you you can't rule a trade down back, I mean, or a trade back out of the equation either.
2: Yeah, honestly, I'd probably trade it. Your pick number 29, honestly, yeah, I would trade it if I could get maybe a second or a third and like a sixth or fifth round out of it. Yeah, I'll trade it.
3: Yeah,
0: definitely. I wouldn't be surprised just out of pure instinct that Dave Caldwell tries to take like the third or fourth pick in the draft. And they'll like, Dave, we don't know we pick later. <laughs>
3: not yet. <laughs> right. He called up to the, uh, who is it, the, the NFL communications department. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to take the pick. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> uh, um, Dave, Carwell? that actually belongs to, uh, who has Cleveland. the third pick? Cleveland, right? Yeah, Cleveland. No that Bear? actually belongs to uh, the Bears right now, or yeah. Cleveland. Somebody. <laughs> Can't relate.
0: <laughs> yep. So yeah
2: a, it's um it's interesting where the being, colts uh, have it
3: the last colts have the third pick they messed up hiring the head coach so yeah the only pick they haven't messed up is andrew luck and ty hilton too that's true but they got ty i can't like i mean they ain't the best drafting team but they got a few hits. a few now y'all are tr-
1: james is right they hit on andrew luck. <laughs> <laughs> they, <laughs> Yeah, i agree
2: they, no, y'all are absolutely right. They hit on Andrew Luck, which is why he hadn't touched the field in over a year. That's the problem. Well, they didn't They didn't hit on him. They get him hit. They got him Yeah. yeah. They
3: put him on a hit list, okay? That's what they did. That, I'll tell
1: you the truth. That's one of the reasons I was kind of disappointed not to see McDaniels go there. I would have really actually been pretty interested to see, him, you know, what
2: he could do with Andrew Luck.
3: For our sake, we glad he didn't go and, and link up with McDaniels. <laughs> For our sake.
2: I feel like that tells us that there's something wrong with Andrew Luck that somebody's not reporting from Josh McDaniels to agree in principle and basically forget to dot an I and cross one T and be like, oh, on second thought, I'm going to go back to Foxborough. Because the past were like, oh, yeah, go ahead, son. Bye. Go right ahead.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I agree. Like, if I was a Colts fan, I'd be a little nervous right now because it's it's been so long since they really heard anything concrete from Andrew Luck. That's just me, though.
0: Definitely agree. He's still not throwing. I mean, it's been what we're a year, like over a year out from the surgery, and he's still not throwing the ball. Like, right? Some, yeah, something, something's bad. Some something bad mean,
2: going on. He also waited to have the surgery, which didn't help his case. So, right. Yeah.
3: I mean, by comparison, and this might be a bad comparison. Look, Blake had surgery what in February, and he's he's throwing support. Well, yeah. reportedly, oh, was it a wrist? Oh, yeah, it was,
2: wrist, it was a minor wrist. Right, like he said, shoulder. he's been
3: doing some minor throwing. So, and he's going to to California to 3D QB like in two weeks. So, yeah, like that's yeah, just a scary situation. But also remember, Blake Bortles is
0: undefeated in 194 <laughs> countries. So, I mean, it's not really a good comparison. <laughs> <between you. laughs> right, like,
3: right. Shout out to Blake okay. Bortles facts again. <laughs> I love. They that got account. a shout out
0: from um, Adam Schefter today. I don't know if you guys saw that. Adam, yes, Schefter. yeah, shout it out. Got There's the ESPN profile Twitter.
2: and everything. Just out here living his best life.
3: Oh, who is Blake Border? Do we know? Can we get him on?
0: Can we get Blake Board <laughs> <We> need- Facts <Yeah, laughs>
3: on? Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know what? I, I do. I follow him. Actually, I think he follows me too. Uh, so the yeah, guy. yeah, yeah, yeah. He um, because he was on the news. He was on Jacksonville news. Yeah. And I mean his his actual. Name is in the um, Blake Bortles bio, like the actual uh, oh, okay to thing to follow him. So yeah, we we can hit him up, man. See what see what's up. you' had him on. Why
2: not? Matter of fact, I got it right now.
0: We totally should, and just have him like spat up the top. Five. What, are the, what the top five Blake Bortles facts, are. Like We totally should have him on.
3: The one with Tom Brady, definitely how many Super Bowls <laughs> they won together. That's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's definitely in one. the top five. <laughs> that one's
0: a good one. Uh. I know Super Bowl losses Tom Brady 3 Blake Bortles 0. Yeah, he's got a, we got a, We got look into getting that guy. On. <laughs> <laughs> but But anyway, so but yeah, guys, you know, just wanted to touch on a couple things. Obviously, uh we're here in the off season, so we're just kind of grasping at straws trying to get some get some stuff to to talk about until the you know, until free agency starts and then and and then the draft, of course. Now with the combine coming up, we will have a, plenty to talk about. And um, I'm 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 100% positive that Jay's going to have a lot of excellent content out there on the, uh, on the combine, but man, we're, uh, we're just trucking through the off season and we're super, we're still super excited. Uh, Jay, was there anything else you wanted to cover here today?
3: Uh, No, other than, um, you know, I wanted to put it out there, even though we put it on Twitter, we're going to have on Matt Wallman, the, um, the, the draft breakdown guru, man, this guy writes portfolios on the draft, man. So um, one of the best, aside from myself, one of the best, analysts in georgia you know so shout out to matt wallman out of atl man uh but yeah we're gonna have matt wallman on thursday morning gonna talk some combine and draft with him gonna also uh talk about some specifics with the jags uh, on what he's seen on film with them and uh yeah plenty of combine posts coming up of course um the one i just said six players to watch on the offensive side check that out uh, I'll probably do defensive side, too, even though we don't really need that much defensive help. And, um, yeah, we, of course, we're going to have free agency stuff. So that's it. Follow me at sportsgrind yep. underscore done and glad to be a part of today's podcast.
0: Yeah, And also, guys, don't forget, we we touched on this a little bit on the last uh, the last podcast that we were working on. Hopefully, getting the team together for the NFL draft out here in Dallas. Of course, that's where I am based. Uh, Nick, we haven't gotten a chance to talk to you about it, but uh, you are more than welcome uh, if you can make it work to come out here for the draft. Jay, I believe is coming out. I know Jacob was discussing it, and then another, another buddy of ours. So uh, we're we're hoping we can get some, you know, just some some live content from from here out in Dallas. Um, you know, we're working hard for you guys, and we're just uh, just getting better. So so definitely stay tuned on that. So gentlemen, once again, let's go around the table. Um, plug your handles, plug what projects you're working on, and then we'll get back to me and I'll wrap this thing up.
2: Uh real quick though, before we do that, I got one question. Mm-hmm. Uh Phil, what kind of pizza did you order? And from where? Uh Domino's, because I had a coupon.
3: Oh my god. You
2: have yeah, no that's... soul, is what you're telling me. I mean no, bro. Like that, I, I, thought you, I
0: thought I'm... you guys knew that. So Oh wow. Uh, like that's the bottom. I don't the Cowboys can... are also my second team, so you All right, let's, it up, let's, let's <laughs> wrap it up, guys. Let's go
3: home. They're probably gonna <laughs> boot boot this podcast off the air for mentioning Dominoes. Unless, <laughs> hey, Domino's, if y'all trying to sponsor us, holler at us. Sponsor, <laughs> you want to
0: sponsor? We love Domino. Yeah, holla at us, man. <laughs> go right ahead, somebody. <laughs> please, please, somebody swap. Please. Yeah, please. so I
1: mean, I don't, I don't. My plugs are easy, man. It's just that Coach Tris. I don't have too many projects going on. You know, like I said, I'm a. Active football coaching at the off season right now, so getting ready for spring ball and all that good stuff. Recruiting's going hard right now, um, so but just follow me at Coach Trist. Any questions, anything like right there, you can find everything I'm doing at that. So appreciate it, guys. It's been awesome, uh, good to get back with you guys.
3: Oh yeah. By the way, Nick, we gotta have you do some breakdowns, man. Some film breakdowns on YouTube for the people, man. We want to have yep. you on record on the podcast for saying it.
1: Good man. I, I mean, that's something I'm definitely interested in doing. Right now is a good time because it's slow, so.
3: You
2: all right yeah all right yeah uh yeah it's at underscore J della yeah that's right J. yeah yeah at underscore sure. J della on twitter yeah i'm sure i'm positive i'm looking at it i fixed it because somebody <laughs> messed it up <laughs> but yeah uh i'm not i really don't have too much going on it's uh travel basketball season for me so that's why i'm not writing that much but i am available i am around And uh, I'm always down to come around and join you guys and talk a little Jags football and share my love for Blake Bortles. (laughs) (laughs) I said that with a straight face, face, by the way, guys. Completely (laughs) meant it. But yeah, uh, look forward to Thursday's podcast. Look forward to possibly having uh, Blake Bortle facts come join us. Let me see if he responded back to us real quick.
3: (laughs) That would be dope. (laughs) That would be dope, man. Not yet, but I'm sure he probably will. Why yeah. not? I mean, it's it's but, us. Of course he's going to respond. We're the number
2: one jacks podcast in the country. I mean, nobody does it better than us.
3: Right, right.
2: It's like, come on. <laughs> we just need the awards to back up, you know, all our bragging. They're coming. They're in the mail. <laughs> I think FedEx lost mine. The
0: They're on the way. They're on the but way yeah. with, uh, with La La Land's Oscar. so. We'll get it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh, if you use that joke in a show, i want my five percent roll of these
0: <laughs> Jay, what we got uh you already kind of plugged you know obviously a whole bunch of other stuff, but anything else you wanna mention before we wrap it up? uh no,
3: nah, nothing else pretty much um, uh, might do some little breakdown clips on twitter little a uh, few uh you know screenshots of uh what I'm seeing on draft prospects and maybe a video or two um but uh other than that, I'll pretty much uh put it out there what else I'm, I'm working on.
0: Hey guys, like I said, we got a whole bunch of content coming up, so definitely stay tuned. Uh, once again, Phil Smith, aka Phil the Filipino. That's F I L I P I N O. Twitter, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. I got uh, five shows here in Fort Worth, Texas, coming up at Hyenas Fort Worth, Thursday, two on Friday, and then two on Saturday, and then I'll be in Plano on Sunday. So staying busy and um, you know just doing what we can uh, to help out. Help out Jay and Nick. It was so awesome to have you back again, man. And just like like we said, just like old times. So hopefully we can do this a lot more often. Um, but folks, that is it for this week. Just wanted to get a couple quick things out of the way for you. And uh, stay tuned for Thursday's podcast we got coming up, and uh, it's going to be awesome. But until then, uh, go everybody. Stay safe and go Jags.
1: Introducing the Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited 5% back on everything you buy at Walmart Online. It's the perfect card for all your family's hints this holiday season. Like 5% back on the air fryer Grandpa told you about when he fell asleep in his chair. You didn't even fry anything. Or 5% back on the laptop your sister had carolers sing to you. Two
3: turtle and a laptop for Carrie.
1: The Capital One Walmart Rewards Card. Earn unlimited rewards including 5% back at Walmart Online.
3: What's in your wallet? Terms and exclusions apply. Capital One A.